Blog Talk Radio. your host and co-host of Man in the Mirror. We are here tonight with tonight's topic. And it's something, you know, that we never talked about, but hey, but we're going to take time to talk about it this evening. And tonight's topic is a season of reflection and preparation. Have you ever heard anything like that in the show? I guess she hasn't gotten in yet, or she can't hear me. Uh, give me. Can one you hear second. me now, Kai? I can hear. Can I can hear, hear you can now. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, you can I hear me. Saying, yes, I can hear you. I was saying yes. I have heard that before. Um, you know that famous statement people use: if you um, if you plan to fail, if you Fail to plan, plan to fail. So that makes me think about that when you're talking about reflection and preparation, getting getting ready for something. Cool, cool, cool. Excellent, excellent. All right, I sent you something via text. We're going to try something tonight to, you know, um, to see if we can actually have a better reception on tonight's show. So uh, we're working this out. Um, she's she's right in a way and she's wrong in a way. But we're gonna just put it all together because you know everybody don't always know what I have going on in my head. So, but I'm just gonna ask her why I pray to check her text so we can actually have a better you know technical reception this evening. But again, before we get started, if you have any questions or comments, please. Um, Press the number one on your phone, and you'll be put in our queue. And I'm going to start us, as always, with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down last night. Lord, thank you, Lord, for waking up this morning to a day that we've never seen before. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that that we can just be able just to do what you want us to do, Lord, that you will be able to do what you want us to do, Lord. Um, Please, we ask you for traveling mercies, Lord. We thank you for love. We thank you for your mercies that are new every morning, Lord. Your mercies are new every morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for that. Um, Continue to bless us on the show tonight. Help us to be the... Help us to minister the way that you want us to minister, Lord. Help us to minister the way you want us to minister, Lord. We continue to ask you all those blessings, Lord. We continue to 
ask you for all those blessings, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for tonight's episode of A Season of Reflection and Preparation, A Season of Reflection and Preparation. We thank you, Lord, for that, Lord. We ask you to continue to bless us for this show, Lord, tonight. Bless those who come to hear it. Bless those who don't understand and want to hear your word tonight, Lord. Help us just to get it right, Lord, so we will continue to do your will throughout this show, Lord. We thank you even for the technical things that come through, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for those that we will be able to actually do what you want us to do in this show tonight, Lord. We ask you to bless upon the show's grandmother, Lord, their family, Lord, as they're going through with that situation, Lord. Bless them in a mighty way, Lord, and bless our grandmother, Lord. Cover all those who are working on her in a nursing home, Lord. Bless all the doctors that are working on her, Lord, in a special way, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, and we praise you. And we'll never give you, fail to give you all glory and honor. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I do apologize, but we are actually working out some new kinks because this is a new time, new era. We are going to try some different things this year. We are going to try some different things this year. But that way... We will be on. We will be on the same page. Nichelle, are you there? Yes, but I, I couldn't do what you were asking, so I just came in the regular way. So we're, I guess we'll talk about that offline, but yeah. Problem. Not okay. a problem. But anyway, we're going to talk about today's episode, and um, for those of you who are listening in, you can call in at our new number at 646-668-2379. That's 646-668-2379, or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash Samara. Uh, we are on demand as well. So if you ever think about going on demand, we are there on demand. So you be able to see what is going on with man in the mirror and actually talk about what's going on with man in the mirror. We are getting I'm making sure that everything is set up on social network so you be able to just get us anytime. This is our hundred and eighty fifth show. By the time we get to 200 shows, we will be having a celebration. We will be having a celebration. We are changing things around left and right, but that's okay. But today's episode, Michelle, in Matthew 4, 1 to 11, it says that the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. But that temptation came after he was fasting and praying for 40 days and 40 nights. Now, you know, at our church over at Masterpiece Community Connection Ministries under the leadership of Elder Erica J. Stanley, we are fasting right now. And is it easy? No. We're just on 19 days of the David fast. But I can't even imagine fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. Um, we all know that after fasting for such a long time, not only was Jesus hungry because he was human, but he was also thirsty, too. How many of us will be able to fast for 40 days and 40 nights? That could be a question. How many of us will be able to fast for 40 days and 40 nights? Well, the Son of God did, and that's when Satan came to him when he was weak. 
we all know the story. How many of us were able to withstand the snares of the devil when we're weak? I'll ask that again. How many of us are able to withstand the snares of the devil when we're weak? Would we be able to quote the scriptures in times when trouble is coming upon us? That's a good question. Jesus was able to use the word which he knew to withstand Satan's tricks. Many Christians are celebrating Lent right now, which means reflection and preparation for Easter. Sometimes we need to take time to reflect and prepare for the next things in our lives, or we can say the new beginning in our life. Easter is around the corner. Are you ready for his resurrection? So, Michelle, you said earlier, and, I, you know, it's a time when people just reflect or it's in business. What are we going to do for the next step? You know, that's what a lot of businesses do. Okay, let's look at what's going on and figure out what are we going to do for the next step. But what I'm going to do is um, read exactly what was going on. Um, and this is from Matthew 4, verses 1 to 11, New King James Version. Um, then Jesus was led up to the Spirit, led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones become bread, that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by the bread of by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to a high holy city, set him on a pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Hmm. Again, the devil took him on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left, and behold, the angels came and ministered him. And then in another version, it says that the devil left until another opportunity would come. Many people don't realize that, or they don't, they don't pay attention. Satan ain't just going to leave you, um, Michelle. He may just leave you for now because he lost that battle, but the war hasn't been won. You know, there are many battles that we go through in life, but the war's not won. So that's basically what that is saying. He lost, okay, I lost this battle, but I'm going to be, I'm going to come back. I'm going, I'm going to come back. And as we're talking about a season of reflection and preparation, Jesus knew a lot of things that was going on in his life, and he knew what was going to happen. He was the son of God. But he was following the program that was set before him. He was following the program that was set before him. So, you know, after he was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, Satan said, I got him. He's weak right now. So if I talk to him about food, 
How many of us ever watch those, you know, when you're fasting, all of a sudden all the food commercials come up on on TV? You know, you know, I know I've been there. I'm going through it now. You know, you fast and the burger commercials come up. You know, the, every food that you enjoy just comes up. But that's what was that. When you're fasting, when you want to do something, when you set yourself apart, when you're sanctifying yourself at that time, you know, we're go- you're going through something. You're going through something at that time. And that's when Satan came along and said, hey, I can get him now. He's weak. He's weak. He's hungry. And as one of my old pastors used to say, King Stomach wants to take over. You know, when that King Stomach take over, it's like, huh, oh, what I need to do to get some food. And if I'm correct, and um, Michelle will correct me, someone else was going through a food thing and lost a blessing because of food. And we think of the story of Jacob and Esau when, you know, he lost his story for a bowl of lentil soup, if I'm correct, because hunger came in. Hunger came in. Hunger came in and took over, and someone said, I will, I will give you my I will give you my birthright for a bowl of soup. I will give you my birthright for a bowl of soup. And 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 that's what we do. You know, we give up a blessing and then we sit back after it happened and say, Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. But it happened. It happened. So um you know, sometimes we have to be careful about how we do things and when we're when we're working, you know, working things out in our life with God. Um, any questions or comments, Michelle? Can you? I, I was trying to make sure I was unmuted. <laughs> <coughs> Can you? Uh, okay, so I I was looking. I can I hear you. To see where that scripture. I, I was saying I was looking to see where the scripture was so we could actually read it. And I, I believe it's in Deuteronomy somewhere. Uh huh. But um, talking about you was out, you were some of the story of Esau, Esau and right. Jacob. Okay, I was trying to find it, but go ahead. I'm I'm looking and I'm trying to find. So I can actually. Cause I it think was, it is it, in Genesis I, I twenty-five. It is Genesis twenty. It's Genesis twenty-five, five through seven. So I'll get, I think it, they talk about something else in Deuteronomy, but I was yeah. So it's in Genesis twenty-five, five through seven. So um, yeah, because it was really I was listening to you, and it was it was more of a deception than just like just the bowl of soup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I think I, know, they, I found they trick, it. They trick the um, they trick the father. Yep, here it is. It's and if you want to read it, Genesis twenty five nineteen to thirty four. 
Is that the part where it talks about it? Yep. Okay. It starts off with the two nations and how things, how the two nations became to despise each other. I didn't even go to it yet. But you can go ahead if you want, if you had something else to say. Okay, while well, she's getting that, and I was right, it was a bowl of lentil soup. So we look a little soup. So, but many times when the Lord is trying to bless us, we give up that blessing for that that sin, that thing that we think that is going to be actually um, help us out in life. And we have to be careful of that. We definitely have to be careful of that because, you know, this is a time, again, we're going to reflect and then prepare. This is a time of reflection in our life. We're still near the beginning of the year. Things are happening. Our faith is wavering. Um, we're going through life. And as they say, the story of East Jacob and Esau is what they say, well, life happens, and that's basically life happens to a lot of Bible um, characters in the Bible. Life happens, and and that's ex- exactly what happened in that. So when we hear these stories, we have to realize, okay, let's reflect on it. Let's see, hey, what was going on? And that was nothing but God that put that to me because it was like I've heard something before during a Bible study about this story, and then we have to reflect on it. We lose a lot for that moment of pleasure because after a while, a bowl of soup is just there for a minute. Then you only, you're not hungry for just a minute. You're, you're not hungry for a minute. And then you're going to be hungry again. And in this story, it talks about, you know, he says, I'm about to die. You know, I'm sure he wasn't going to die, but, you know, he told his brother, mm-hmm. I'm about to die. You know, so just, you know, so, you know, I give you my birthright for a bowl of soup. So, you know, we have to, when we reflect, when we read, ask God to give us wisdom and understanding to see what is really in that. Because that's why Jesus was able to withstand the devil. Because he gave, he went word, he gave him what the word says. He ain't say what I say, even though he was the son of God. He was the word in living flesh. He didn't say what I say. We have to get up what we say and say, oh, thus says the Lord. This is what the word says. You know, I, thou shalt not have no God before me. Thou shalt not, you know, thou shalt live on the word of God. Thou shalt, what, what, what is that? Because I keep confusing that. But he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. We think that we got to eat, 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 eat. But our spiritual food is the word of God. That's what he was saying. Thou shalt not live by bread alone. Okay, we eat, we're going to be hungry again. But if we're nourished on the word of God, then when it's time to go through spiritual warfare, then we'll be okay. Because many of us don't understand what spiritual warfare is. Spiritual warfare is when you really just got to fight for your life and things that are going on in your life. But the, the Satan's going to throw everything for you. And then once the smoke clears, you know, then you can reflect. Because, um, you know, look at yourself through the word of God. Look at yourself, you know, in the sight of everything that's going on with you. Um, were you able to find it, Michelle? Yeah, I was reading, the, I was looking at the whole story because it was, they had a lot going on in Genesis 25. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it's, it's the first part of Genesis is talking about how he sold the blessing. 
I was thinking about the blessing, but it was the birthright. So, so uh, Esau, um, Jacob was pretending to be Esau to to get the the blessing um, from their father. And then in in uh, nineteen, it's actually talking about when when he came in. So I'll read that um, starting at. I'll start at um, I'll start at 25. I'll well, no, that's not you. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in 25, but I'll start at 20. No, I'm saying verse, not chapter. In 27, it says the boys grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, quick, let me have some of that red stew um, famished. That is, well, that's not part of the scripture. But Jacob replied, first sell me your birthright. And look. I am about to die, Esau said. What good is the birthright to me? But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and some lentil stew. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. So he said... I'm famished. I'm about to die. What good is that birthright to me? Now, we have to think. How hungry was he? One was a skillful hunter. Esau was a skillful hunter. Jacob knew how to cook. You know, if Esau was smart about it, if you're a skillful hunter, and you can say, hey, let me hunt some food and cook it. <laughs> I'm thinking as a hunter, you know how to that hunt and then simple. cook. <laughs> nah, but, you know, you ain't want to do all that work. You want to just hunt and keep working but not stop and say, well, I, I, I'm going to need some, you know, some, something to keep me going. So I'm just going to hunt. He's a skillful hunter. That's what it says. He was a skillful hunter. So instead of just taking time, let me stop hunting. Let me go, you know, cook and you know, and get some get some energy. Today we take energy bars, energy drinks, stuff to give us. They didn't have that back then. But he needed some substance. So instead of doing that, he came over to Jacob and said, Hey, who you know we all got to admit, when something's smelling good, be ready to give up anything, just especially if it's some fried chicken, mama's fried chicken, we ready to give mm-hmm. up anything mm-hmm. and everything for that fried chicken because we just like, oh, okay, what you want? And he said, Jacob said, sell me a birthright. And it wasn't basically his to give because if you have a birthright, you're not supposed to sell it. That's your heritage. But he says, sell me a birthright just for a bowl of lentil stew. 
Now, when it gets that bad, that's the same thing. Hey, man, can I live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of mouth of God? That's the same thing that Jesus was saying. Satan said, hey, I'll give you this. You know, if you, you know, hey, I'll give you this. I'll, you can turn the stones into bread. What's the first thing Jesus said? He used scripture. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Esau was hungry. Esau came in. Instead of getting being in the word, knowing the word, he started saying, hey, what, what, do, what can I give you to get something to eat? This is what, you know, this is the time that we have to reflect on stories like this. We have to reflect on the words. We have to see when we're going through and Satan starts throwing his stuff at us and things are going through in our life. We're in the third month of the year. year just started. Sometimes we think, la, 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 years, everything's going to be okay. But sometimes starting, Satan just does start buying those guards left and right because he's trying to steal our right into the kingdom. And so while we're reflecting, we got to remember Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. He was sanctifying himself, praying. You know, he had scripture memorized. He knew the word. And when time came, he was able to um, give the word right back to the Satan. He was able to give the word right back to Satan. So Satan wouldn't be able to come up and say, hey, I got you. And again, Jesus was going through because now we're getting ready. This is Lent season, and some Christians follow. You know, we're getting ready for um, Easter, the resurrection of Christ. Because again, there's a time that Christ, uh, Satan thought, "I got you." He thought in his mind, "I got you." You know, he could have sworn he had him, but Jesus, you know, Jesus was still the conqueror of all. Um, and again, we'll talk about this, you know, our break is coming up soon, but we'll talk about that a little bit more because we used to call it, either, um, as I was growing up, we called it, you know, went to Catholic school, studied the scripture and studied the words, and we called it Easter Sunday. But as life goes on, life changes as you grow. You understand that it's Resurrection Sunday. You know, you know, because the things that we go through in life, God is preparing us for the next Every time we get to a different level in our life, Michelle, uh, I was told um, by someone, different level, different level, different devil. Because every step you go, there's going to be a different demon there trying to stop you, you know, from your promotion, from, you know, God moving you ahead, things happening in your life. So, again, different level, different devil. Sometimes are we prepared, which is going to be the next part, are we prepared? You know, we can reflect, but are you prepared? Because we have to be prepared for things that are going to happen in our life. Many times we think we're prepared, but we're not. Okay? And as we're about to go into our break, a few notes from our supporters. Music Instructions for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you are interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website, www.mefileinc.org. 
on the go mobile notary when you're on, when you're in need of a notary public and you're on the go, then that's who you call on the go mobile notary, your trusted and reliable notary. Call four four one zero three seven zero seven one zero five and be on the go with your notary solution. Another sponsor is Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby Chicks are Boss Chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Kirby Boss Project. And we will be back in a few minutes. We want you guys to listen to this song and just continue to believe.
We are back live with Man in the Mirror with your hosts and co-hosts, Kai and Michelle. I just love that song because many times we go through, sometimes we have to say so long, bye-bye, just let it go. Many times, Michelle, we try to hold on to things, and sometimes we have to, you know what, just say you know, goodbye to your pain and your sorrow, so long, bye-bye. You know, if we hold on to it, it's going to be an ache. But if we let it go, because Satan wants to remind us and tell us and keep reminding us and tell us, and we can do just what the song says, so long, bye-bye. All right, Nisha, I know you enjoyed that song. I heard you singing over there. So so the second part oh, you, of the show you is you just joined it. <laughs> now I'm just messing with you. I ain't hear you. But, uh, I, I, I'm just playing with you. But um, if you just joined us, you can tune in. Call in at 646-668-2379, which is our new number, 646-668-2379, or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. And when the episode is done, it will be loaded, downloaded onto our page, and you will be able to actually hear it in demand because, you know, stuff like this to me is important. You listen to it. Um, I go back and listen to them once in a while just to, you know, so I can get an idea of what was going on in my head sometimes and of the Lord, because sometimes I need to listen to it because we forget. Because like the song says, you know, we have to say goodbye to our pain and sorrow, but sometimes we get hooked up on stuff, problems, and situations. But um, as, you know, as the as sometimes we have to have that faith the size of a mustard seed. Whenever we're going through stuff, we have to have that faith the size of a mustard seed. And it says faith, it is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, Hebrews 11.1. 1. We have to have that type of faith that even though we don't see it, that we know that God is going to handle it. You know, we give it to God that he is going to handle it. Many times we don't have that type of faith, but many times we forget, and that's okay. So sometimes um, we have to, you know, remember and say, you know what, God's got it. God's got it. And we did the reflection part, and now we're going to talk about the preparation part because um, Michelle mentioned earlier in the show that in, in business you got to reflect on you know, what you was going through and what you did, and then how are you going to prepare for it the next time or prepare for it to, you know, be different the next time, prepare for what's going on in life. And one thing to show that we have to continue to do, and that goes for me as well, is we have to stay in the Word. We have to understand that the, we're under attack. You know, when we don't have the Word, and it's good to have pastors that are mm-hmm. pastors, she's great that she's always sending out the scripture. It's good to have pastors, friends. We have a group of friends, you know, social media, social networks, texting, all that's good because we're helping each other. We're lifting each other up. You know, when you have a, a texting group, hey, we're text, texting, you know, scriptures out, lifting up each other, prayer keeping, that's all good because we're all preparing each other. We're all helping each other. Our pastor prepares us for the day. 
Um, she sends out a scripture every morning or a devotional or a Bible study, something that we can look through throughout the day and have that little piece of word going through us because of what we're going through. That's a good thing because that's preparing us for our day. Um, um, you know, we need that word in us. Um, um, Jesus was preparing for the cru- for his death. He went into prayer. He, you know, he didn't want to do this, but he, you know, he said, "Not my will, but my will be done." He prepared himself for that. You know, he didn't just go up and do it. No, he prepared himself to go do that because he knows there's something that he must do. Did he want to do it? That's the human side said, "No, I don't want to do this." But the spiritual side said. Not my will, but yours. Now, how many of us can say that in real life, Michelle? Not my will, because we some stubborn people. Not my will, but yours. How many of us can say that, Michelle? Any um, comments or remarks, Michelle? Well, I think a lot of times we have trouble saying that, and and I'm going to be honest, it's really... it, it points to the fact that that we are being led by the flesh and not by the spirit at the time. And are we going to, you know, err sometimes? Yes, we are. But when we are more concerned about our will or our um, wishes being done as opposed to God, then we make decisions that show that. And so we don't follow the word and we don't do what God is leading us to do. And uh, it's not always about the letter of the word itself, but even when God is moving us to do something and we don't we don't follow it because that's his will too. If he needs us to wear his reflection here on earth, he you know, he's in heaven, we're on earth walking around and we're supposed to be you know, living epistles, and we're supposed to be his witnesses, and we're supposed to be heirs of Christ. So we're we're the ones that are walking around that can touch the people um, for him. And so if we neglect to follow his will and instead follow our own, then someone is actually missing out. And I think we've said that before so many times with different topics that when we don't stand in the, in the place and in the gap where we're supposed to be, doing the will of God, that someone misses out. Someone doesn't get to hear about him. Someone doesn't get to experience his love. Someone doesn't get to know more about him. And so people, we're actually affecting people's growth in their lives. And I don't think people think about it like that. Like it's always a more selfish um, thing going on where we're thinking about ourselves as opposed to how what everything that we do, how it may affect someone else in a negative or positive way. And so we thought more about that when we're talking about doing God's will. You know, I mean, what if, because we're talking about Jesus right now, and what if, what if he hadn't said that whole part about, you know, because we know that he wanted, he said, let this cup pass from me, right? So we know that he didn't necessarily want to do it, but, um, you know, he still sacrificed. He still sacrificed anyway 
because it was not his will, but God's will that was to be done. And so he did that regardless. But just think about it. What if he did like how we do sometimes and choose to do our own will or what suits us as opposed to what God's will is? Where would we all be? We would still be unreconciled with God and, and in a lost place and living and, and having to live um, the law and being struck down dead if we didn't meet the mark. <laughs> That's, you know, I mean, right. we don't just, right, we got to think about how that affects, how what he did positively affected us and how the things that we're doing on a day-to-day basis when God is moving us to do things and we don't do them, you know, how they could possibly affect someone on a positive basis or if we don't do it, how it can affect the world around us negatively. So we have to look beyond ourselves. Amen, amen, amen. And um, again, he was preparing us for these situations, like you said, um, you know, because when we, we're not doing what Christ tells us to do, it has a, not just a negative impact on us, but it has a negative impact on those around us. Many times we think it's just us, but it has a negative impact on people that are around us. And we got to get out of the fact and stop just thinking about us, but think about the people that are around us. Um, and, you know, if I was him, I'd be like, mm-mm. Just like Jonah. Jonah said, mm-mm, I want to go to these people. Mm-mm. These, 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 these people, I don't want to be around them. I want to go do it. You know, no, God, I don't want to do it. But he wasn't there yet. It took a big fish to come by. It took a big fish to come by, swallow him up, and he in the belly of a fish. And the fish had to. Could you imagine being vomited out by a big fish? You know, when people don't, some people are squeamish like that. They don't want to see throw up anyway. But when the fish throw you up, it's like, okay, everything that was inside that fish, you were part of it. You came up just like that fish. But he had a chain. He he was in the belly of a fish for three days, too. So he was there, you know, and God had to deal with him. And then Jesus was, you know, as again, as we're preparing for Easter, Jesus, or Resurrection Sunday, he was down doing what God wanted him to do um, for three days, and then he rose. You know, uh, Satan thought he won. And many times we go through life, Satan is always going to think he won. You know, but as long as we have faith, and we did an episode on this too in the show, if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, that's all he wants us to do. Have a little faith the size of a, if, you know, if you really know what a mustard seed looks like, you probably, if your eyes are bad, you probably can't even see it. But a mustard seed is small, but produces a lot. A mustard seed is small, but produces a lot. And we have to remember that, that if we have faith the size, he ain't asked you to have a lot of faith. He just said have the faith the size of a mustard seed. He ain't asking you a lot. He said, just have this much faith, and I'll be able to help you out. 
That's all. I'm not asking a lot. Have this much faith, and I, we can handle this together. So as we, you know, as she, I like what she said in the beginning, as people prepare in business, when you're doing business, you have a lot of preparation to do. Everybody just sees the product that you've actually gave, given them, but they don't see what goes on in the back office because Michelle is a business person too. I'm a business person as well. You don't see what goes on in the back office to make things happen. All you see is the finished product. You don't, you know, a lot of people don't see and understand what we're going through, what you're going through. All they see is, wow, wow, they look good. They're doing good. But they don't see what you went through, the preparation, the reflection of what you had to go through to get to where you are. You're on Live with the Man in the Mirror with your host and co-host, um, Kai Montgomery and Michelle Johnson. We are talking about a season of reflection and preparation. And our scripture came from Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Um, if you're online, you want to talk to us, you have anything to say, please press the number one on your phone, and we will bring you in, you know, put you in our queue, and we will bring you in. But we're just having a good time tonight talking about a season of reflection and preparation because um, a lot of people are going, God um, God gave me this. A lot of people are, a lot of Christians are going um, through Lent right now and there's a preparation of reflection, uh, reflection and preparation, getting ready for the Easter season, which is around the corner. And um, I wanted to talk about just a little, get a little talk about an hour of reflection you know, we talked about what God went through, what Jesus went through for the 40 days and 40 nights before he was tempted. And it's hot, and he used scripture. And how? what do we do when we're going through, when we're going through life, and we're tempted, and we don't know what's going on. So, you know, these are things that are real in life. Um, we talked about the story of Esau and Jacob for just that little pleasure of, the bowl of lentil stew, Esau sold his birthright, and then he resented that birthright after. And, you know, it's, it's, people are just so funny. You go do something, you get mad. Am I right? Am I right, Michelle? We go do something, yeah. we go do it, then we get mad. <laughs> I'm not understand. If you chose to do it, and I tell a grown, they get mad, they'll get mad at me. And it's just a new man. I'm like, and I talk to myself about it. If you've grown, and go do something you know you shouldn't have been shouldn't have done. Why do you get mad at people when they say something? Please explain that to me, Michelle. I'm not understanding it. We know, and he despised his birthright, but he knew he was wrong. When you have a birthright, that's your birthright. Why would you despise it after you know what you was doing was wrong? Because you are famished. Famished doesn't mean dead. It just means I'm hungry. And then you you sold it. You made an oath for a bowl of soup. So, you know, as adults, we have to stop getting mad at other people at our dumb or unthought through, I won't say dumb, unthought through decisions. And then once we think about it later on, it's too late. And then we're mad at everybody else. 
Because then it, what you're doing when you think about it, you're reflecting. You're going back and re, in music we call it recapping. You know, when you do a um, play a sonata, you have the beginning, then you, you know, near the end you have a recap. I'm going to go back and make the statement again. A lot of people don't like that recap because they're like, oh, yeah, that was uh, uh, that wasn't a good thought through decision. And when we recap, mm-hmm. that's what happens in life because you're recapping that whole thought, that whole decision in your mind, and you slow down because what they say, um, when the smoke clears, that's when you look at it and say, wow, I didn't think that one through, did I? And that's all that was. This, this is what happens in life when we start we're in a season. This is a you know a new year, new beginning. We're in a season of reflection and preparation. When you're in that season of reflection and preparation, sometimes we don't want to make decisions. Sometimes the decisions we make, you know, we're making those wrong decisions because we're not talking to God about it. We're not opening up in our word. We're not reading. So it's best if we start opening up our word, talk to God about it, and read. That's the best thing to do. I'll say it again. Talk to God, open up the Bible, and read. Open, read, not hard. You can say tour, talk, open, read. Once you go through that, then you'll be able to, you're preparing yourself to make the right decisions as we're preparing ourselves for this Easter season in life. You know, we're preparing as for resurrection. I won't say resurrection Sunday because he died. The Bible says, but God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whomsoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And, and, and people forget 17. He did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, that the world through him might be saved. So people, are, you know, people forget that verse. Yeah, but you have to accept them. You have to accept them, believe, and confess. These are, you know, I learned years ago. Make it simple. Accept them, believe he's a son of God, and confess your sins. And then you, too, will be a son or daughter of a living God. So, you know, he's there. We're in that season right now. Where you know we a season of reflection and preparation is time in our life to start remembering, reflecting, preparing for the next steps in our life. Because sometimes we think you know we got to our place, this is it. But what did I say? And I'm learning in life myself. Different level, different devil. Because many times Satan is trying to. You got to one part in your life. He's trying to get you, stop you from going to the next part in your life. Uh, we're down to eight minutes left. Um, Michelle, you have you know you have any remarks coming up or anything that may have come into your mind? Well, I was just thinking that you know that there are things, and these are the things that we should be doing anyway. But you know when Jesus was dealing with Satan, um, and we were just actually talking about this in the Bible study, but. When Jesus was dealing with Satan, we know that the word is what will bring us out. So when we have these encounters, in order to be prepared for when we have these encounters, 
with the the enemy, we really need to have the word instilled in us that we can quote the word. And do I know where every scripture is as we saw clearly today? No, I don't. <laughs> but, <laughs> Look, me and you both, baby. Me and you both. But I Thank know when the word is when the word is in there, it's in there. I know what the word is, but I may not know the exact location of it all the time. But we need to have the word hidden in our heart. And so we can fight against the enemy. We need to use the word. And we were talking about how, you know, we can we can scream and rail against the enemy or you can't have me. I'm I'm the child of God and and I don't believe anything you're saying, and it's all a lie. We can say these things, but until we use that word against them, because the word is the final say. The word is the word, and it cannot be changed. And when we use that against him, despite what he's telling us, so if he's telling us we're going to be sick and we're going to die, then we can tell him that we are healed by Jesus' stripes. We're healed. And the word of God says we're healed. And so we can just use, and there's something as simple as that. You can just say that back to him. And and actually, we were talking about the importance of in that preparation and knowing that word and not just saying it to him, but you sometimes just say it aloud to him and yourself to let you, to, to remind yourself of what God said. You might know it in your brain and you may be trying to battle the enemy with it, but if you speak speak the word, then that is also reinforcing it in your own mind, these things. And that's one of the best ways that we can be prepared. And of course it's the other things like prayer, being in prayer with God. And if we're constantly and prayer, and we constantly can go to him, even if it's a five-minute prayer in the bathroom at work because of something that just came on us, you know, that's the things that we need to practice. We need to, to stop, you know, being so quick to speak and more prayerful when things come against us so that we can react in the in the way that God would have us to react and that we can follow his will as we were talking about, in a better way. And so I think those are things that are all important for us, you know, in reflecting and preparing, you know, for what what is going to come against us. Because that's really what we're, excuse me, reflecting and praying praying and, and reading the word for, because there's going to be some things that we have to deal with or go through or situations that arise, and we do need to be prepared um, for those so that we might do the will of God. Amen, amen, amen. I can't even say it better than that. I'm, I'm just, I'm just excited about today's episode um, because it just, it just tells us that we have to be prepared. We have to know the. We have to know the word. We have to know it, know it, know it, know it, know it. We definitely have to know it because if we don't know it, um, when those attacks come, like when he, you know, Satan has no respect of persons. 
Let's put it that way. Mm-mm. If he knew that Jesus was the Son of God, he has no respect of person. That's just highly disrespectful. He was the archangel. He was the top number one angel, you know, so and he's beautiful. So he can come in any form that he wants. That's where the deception comes in at. He deceives us. He comes into the any form that he wants. And we have to be careful to be almost able, you know, when those movies come, like the shapeshifters, you know, we have to be careful and know, hey, okay, this this ain't right. I'm, I'm not understanding about who this is, but this is not right. So we have to know that he's going to come in any form or fashion. He's going to come into those things that you like, those desires you like. You know, he's going to come in the form of a boss, you know, a mad boss or a boss that's just getting on your nerves. You know, he's going to come in any form just to get you out of your character. But then, as we as today's title, when you're going through your season in life, you have to know it's your season. And once you understand your season and know, hey, I have, I have to be on point. And the way we get on point is being in the Word. You know, get out of self and get into the Word. Get, you know, get out of self and get a better understanding. You know, the word says, thy word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against you. Is it easy? I am not going to lie to you say, oh, yeah, it's easy. No, it's not easy. Because getting out of self is the hardest thing to do. But we have to learn once we get out of self, then we're going to be a better person. You know, once we get out of self, we're going to be better people. We're definitely going to be better people. Because then we'll have a better understanding of life. We'll understand what God wants us to do. And as my pastor always say, we'll be led by the Spirit. We'll do what the Spirit wants us to do. And once we start doing what the Spirit wants us to do and get out of what Kaya Michelle wants to do, we're going to be the people that God wants us to be. And um, I'd just like to thank all of you who have been listening to us and sharing um, on Man, Man and Mary this evening. Um, our show tonight was a season of reflection and preparation. The show, you know, you did a great job of helping out tonight, um, even with you not being able to find the scripture like you're supposed to be able to, but that's okay. You know, that's part of life. Um, guys, Thanks, if, you have any, if you have any questions, um, questions, any more questions, you can actually go on um, to Man and Man in the Mirror page, or you can go on to um, Hezekiah Montgomery page. You can put questions there. We'll answer them. Um, we, we are there for you guys. We want you guys just to know that you're not out there alone. You can contact us on either page. Uh, you're not out there alone. You know, we are here. If you have any questions or if you have a show topic, but, hey, why don't you guys talk about this? I'm like, Okay. That sounds interesting. We'll do that show topic because we are now up to 185 shows. We have 15 more shows to go, and we will be having a dynamite show talking about a dynamite show for our 200th show. You know, every 100 shows we do a special show. So um, we'll have a birthday this year coming up in October. Um, We've been on the air this year. We'll be, we took a hiatus, but we weren't off. We were just, you know, taking a break. We've been on the air 
for five years coming October of 2019. Um, Lord willing, as my old pastor back home in the creek don't rise. So five years will be a five-year celebration coming up as well. So we have a lot of things that we're working on to push man and the mayor and to make it better, greater, to be the show that the Lord wants it to be. Not what we want to be, but what the Lord wants it to be. Again, we love you. We want you guys to be on next week. Um, this is Kai Montgomery, and as always, we'll see you at the Mirror.